BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. You're listening to Nightmare on Film Street. The current time is 6.66. Traffic is clear ahead from here to the afterlife. But it's hell outside. For the next hour, you're on nightmare time. So, let's give a grave welcome to our hosts, John and Kim. Hello again, fiends, and welcome to Nightmare Alley, the spooky little side street podcast in the regular Nightmare on Film Street feed. I'm John. I'm Kim. And we are still live on location in Panic Fest <laughs> because there's a big storm coming and we can't leave the city yet. <laughs> there's literally I, like two feet, three feet of snow coming to where we live and we can't drive through it in our giant RV. Yeah, so we're like, staying. It's like anywhere between 15 and 40 centimeters, so uh, we're going to keep an eye on the weather. <laughs> yeah, and of course we were in town. Uh, you know, to see a shit ton of movies. We'll be talking about that over in the Patreon feed uh, for the podcast. We were hosting the Vampire Happy Hour ahead of Renfield, which went fucking spectacularly. I love that goddamn movie, and we had a lot of fun making people answer vampire questions and hold bulbs of garlic if they got them wrong. It was so much fun. That was that was a blast. Um, but we were also in town to host a few Q&As, especially the world premiere of Bury the Bride, directed by Spider-One and co-written with Chrissy Fox. Chrissy Fox and Spider-One have been on the podcast before last year talking about their film Allegoria, which is a little bit more of an experimental horror anthology. This one is a much more straightforward film, and good news, it's going to be streaming on Tubi this weekend, beginning April 22nd. Yeah, it's a Tubi original, so that's the only spot that you can find it, and... uh... Isn't it great when you hear about a movie at a film festival and you can watch it right away? It's just out the same weekend. That's so fucking cool. Yeah, this movie, oh man, the be- the, the the less said about it, the better, unfortunately. So like I really encourage you to watch the the movie before listening to this interview. It's a Q&A that we did immediately following the screening. So we're literally, you know, talking with an audience of people that have just seen the movie. There was no reason to avoid spoilers. Yeah, we do normally try to at least, you know, stay away from spoilers in the first half, but this was a whole group of people who had seen the movie so we got into spoiler town pretty quick so that said watch the movie if you wanna we recommend you do before you listen to this joining us for the q a is of course spider one and chrissy fox 
uh, who, of you know, same as Allegoria, edited, did the sound design, like did fucking everything in the movie as well as starring in it. Uh, but also with us was Chaz Bono and Scout Taylor Compton, which I'm sure you'll remember from Rob Zombie's Halloween. And Chaz from American Horror Story. Yeah, so uh, the, the, the movie Bury the Bride is about a bachelorette party that goes absolutely fucking horribly wrong. Uh, Scout Taylor Compton's character is getting married very quickly to a dude that no one, none of her friends have met. Uh, and you know, despite being at a at a real rundown cabin in the middle of the desert, they're making the best of this. They're trying to make the most of it. <laughs> yeah, they're a li- they're a little worried for their friend, but they love her, so they're they're there to support her. And then all of a sudden, her fucking fiance and his crazy hunt gun club buddies show up. Real real scary redneck vibes, and shit goes south fast. That's about all I'm willing to give away about this movie right now. But, you know, again, it's going to be streaming on Tubi this weekend. Check it out and enjoy the live Q&A from Panic Fest. All right, let's just do a little mic check. Check one, two... (laughs) Thanks for sticking around so late. I know it's a... Check, check. Yeah, one more time. Bury the bride. Oh. I hope you liked it. I don't know. Woo! So if you haven't uh, met us bumming around the festival out in the lobby, uh, I'm Kim. I'm John. And uh, we are Nightmare on Film Street. And uh, we are not Casey natives, but we kind of are now. Uh, it is our second year at the festival, and we are going to be here every year going forward. <laughs> I heard you got fired yesterday. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. Well, we better go with a bang then. Uh, obviously, we've got with us writer, direct, co writer, director Spider One, co writer Chrissy Fox. Come on, give it up for everybody here. We got Chrissy Fox, multi hyphenate Chrissy Fox. She did everything on the movie. <laughs> Also producer, uh, Chaz Bono. Of course, we've got Scout Taylor Compton with us. Give it a round of applause for everybody. Also got this amazing little superstar over here. Don't worry, we've got questions for her, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, guys, welcome back to Panic Fest. Thank you. It's great to be here again. Yeah, no. second year as well. Yeah. No more yelling in the microphone. Yeah, no, of course, you were here last year with Allegoria, a you know, huge favorite of ours yeah. from the fest last year. And uh, I got to say, like, if you told me that both of these movies were directed by different people, I'd yeah. absolutely believe you. Uh, was it like a conscious decision to do something uh, like wildly different from your previous movie, or was I mean, it something you'd already had cooked up? I mean, maybe a little. But before I say that, I, I was incredibly worried because you liked Allegoria so much. <laughs> I'm like, is he going to hate this one? Because it is so different. So I'm glad you liked it. Uh, at least you're telling me you liked it. I mean, yeah, it was very, it's very different. Very different uh, kind of movie. And I guess that's the point. And the next one will be very different from this. So, um, yeah, just try not to repeat too much. I mean, there's some similarities in some regards. But subject matter is certainly like wildly different than Allegoria. Allegoria was like... like the, what the fuck was... <laughs> I mean, I think allegory is the cerebral, you know, and this is the physical, right? And so, yeah, that's how it felt. It certainly felt like it making it. This movie was a nightmare to make. Yeah. Everybody will tell you the stories. Yeah. I mean, are there stories? There are a lot of stories. <laughs> yeah, we do not have enough time for all the stories, but we maybe some. 
Well, for, I mean, first of all, I don't know if any if anybody saw Allegoria last year. Woo! Everyone gasped when we said that we made it in six days. Well, we made this in seven days. <laughs> so, if you can get, if it, I don't know, it, I'm sure there are people that will make their own movies, and they know that. I think what's the average amount of pages of movie shoots a day? Three, four, maybe if it's ambitious. We were shooting 12 and a half pages a day. It was insane. Night shoots, too. Yeah. Which, yeah. I've, so, been, I've been building bookcases at home, and it's been taking me months. <laughs> I'm not even done. I had, like, they're, they're just sitting at home, half unfinished. They yeah. could have made five movies in the time it's made me to put some shelves together. <laughs> uh, but speaking of the subject matter being very different, and I'm going to go to the audience for this one, how many people were surprised at the turn that this was a vampire movie? Yes. Can I get a round of applause for yeah. vampire movie? <laughs> Woo! We're and very happy that no one saw it. I mean, because when you're making it, you think it's obvious, right? Like, oh God, we left too many clues along the way. and then. But everybody who's seen it said they've been generally surprised when that scene happened. So that's good to know. Yeah, and it's really a unique take on kind of the vampire story. I don't know if we've necessarily seen this kind of like rural man folk vampire. <laughs> man folk. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, vampires are usually very sophisticated and sexy, and, you know, this was the opposite, and that was kind of the appeal because we just didn't think, you know, the backwoods murder thing was enough. We needed something else. Yeah, I mean, we wanted to lull people in thinking, like, oh, yeah, we know what this is going to be. This is just like bad guys in flannel shirts and beards. Oh, no offense, but, uh, you know. So that's when we, you know, we wanted to lull you into think it was just going to be that, and then it wasn't. So hopefully that was a nice surprise. Yeah, and Chaz, I see we both wore our best plaid today for our hillbilly <laughs> vampire night. Oh, yeah. Are you, uh, you a method actor? Did you have to get embedded with a hunting club for this movie? No. Not at all. But I mean, like my, my actual serious question there, uh, like in your mind, is your character actually evil? Like, we, you know, he's got a great little monologue, like I'm an accountant. Yeah. Um, sorry, I sell insurance. No, that's yeah. okay. I didn't no. just watch this movie. Yeah, so no, my, I mean, my choice always that it was that I was 100% sincere. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I mean, you'll, if you know that, you'll kind of look before I speak. Um, and yeah, I act strange. I mean, I act different from the other guys. The... So yeah, no, no. Puppy is a hundred percent sincere. And your character is really interesting in that Puppy kind of does like the daylight bidding. It's almost like a Renfield character, would you say? God, I don't. I mean, I, you know, as we see, we can we can be in the daylight brief periods of time. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. So, but I, I was the. Yeah, I mean, I was the 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 gopher of the group. The dog, I know, the dog. Yeah. I was the dog. You were the puppy. That's the puppy. right. So yeah, that's what they treated me like. You know, they didn't feed me a lot. So when I got food, <laughs> I were really very hungry. Went, I was very hungry. <laughs> we did the same on set. We starved him. Yeah. <laughs> Ready for those scenes. Yeah. Uh, it's really cool, too, because when we come into this movie, we're at the bachelorette party. There are a lot of very unique and dynamic relationships, and they've been forming for years. So we're, as the audience, trying to piece together, okay, like, why why is this female group so tumultuous? Um, Scout, this one's for you. For your character, how much do you think she's aware of David and... Um, maybe what he's doing, or you think she's just blissfully unaware, ready to get married? We know those girls, right? <laughs> <laughs> Who don't know their other half as much. I mean, I mean, 
I, I think she she's kind of unaware. I mean, there's there's you know obviously clues to that, but my, m the most interesting thing to me is our relationship, I mean, which yeah. is already like hostile enough. Yeah, <laughs> and we uh, yeah. were just like not getting along even from like the beginning of the movie. It's like but I don't think she knew that he was a vampire. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm hoping that June wasn't that gullible. <laughs> there's a tense enough movie here that if there weren't vampires, I feel like we could have watched this bachelorette party and been like, "This is an awful weekend." Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Yeah. Sisters, am I right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, isn't it funny that the bad, horrible vampire dudes all got along pretty good, except yeah. for Puppy, you know? But it was the, uh, the 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 female characters that had so much tension and. You know, everybody was jealous or envious or didn't, you know, it was interesting. just watching it now, I haven't watched it in a while to see how dysfunctional that group of friends really is. But I think that's true to life a lot of times, yeah. Yeah, I know, I think one of my... What are you trying to say, Spider? Well, uh, uh, nothing, nothing, nothing. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like, one of my favorite juxtapositions in the movie is the difference between the car ride, like, a car full of girls and a car full of, like, these dudes. Like, <laughs> yeah. no one said a goddamn word in that fucking car. Dude, I talk about this on my podcast all the time. Like, I'm terrified being in a group of women but stick me in a car of men, everybody gets along. Yeah. But women, there's just one wrong thing you say. It's like, oh, who's going to get offended? Who's? It's just, that's how we are. We're, we're emotional beings. We've got a lot of shit going on in these bodies. See, she can okay? say that. I can't. <laughs> we just don't have Look the makeup it. for it. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, if anybody, I don't know if anybody out here has, has spent a night in the desert. It's not really a walk in the park. What was it like shooting in the goddamn desert. Oh my god. <laughs> that was uh, Scout and I almost got bit by a rattlesnake in the face. Oh, yeah. So the that face? was fun. The closest call. We literally were rehearsing that toolbox scene and we're both on our knees, like, okay, this is what we're gonna do. She bumps a tumbleweed and this rattlesnake starts right and just rises up. And it was like, <laughs> we were so we had to call the night. So that was crazy. Then we had to have a snake specialist on the set because I'm like, someone's gonna get bit and we're, yeah. you know almost a half an hour from the nearest hospital, so they'll lose their leg. or So, so yeah, so that was fun. Um, we had aggressive desert spiders, which was, they were, like, charging us in the dark. I'm not kidding. Um, we had wind tornadoes, and, uh, yeah, that was the night that we shot Puppy was the most insane thing ever. Like, everything was blowing over, and we're in this house with all the windows blown out, so we had no protection. Everyone's, like, blind. Like, I'm pretty loud. You cannot tell from that movie that there is, like, wind. Like, it was every day. Yeah, the entire movie was... It was freezing cold every night. Freezing cold. And the wind was, yeah, 50-mile-an-hour gusts all day. We, every day, it wasn't bad enough that we had to shoot that many pages, but every day we had to change plans because... Like, you know, okay, everybody, we're going to shoot the yoga scene right here outside by the house. No, you're not. Fuck you. The yoga mats are blowing down the road, and I'm trying also, to hammer them in the ground. That so we yoga had to... scene where we moved it, where we were all laying, that was a couple hours later. That's where the snake was, too, just yeah. in case so, you wanted to know. Yeah. So just constant read. To, you know, it was just, it was, it was fucking hard. It was, yeah. in, in, to shoot that many, uh, that many hours all night, we got no sleep at all. Everybody was going nuts, so... <laughs> Hopefully that sort of vibe comes through on the tension of the We're of all the crying movie. for real because we're just so tired. <laughs> just like purely exhausted. We want to throw to the audience for a few questions, but beforehand, I got a, I got a question for this three-foot superstar over here. Come here for a minute. Yeah, we got a question for you. Real important. Elle, come here. We need you to answer. We have a question. 
Who's who's cooler, Freddie or Jason? Um, um, Jason. Oh, okay. right on. <laughs> she had a Freddie versus Jason birthday party this year, so she knows. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, does anybody in the audience have any questions they'd like to ask anybody up here? Yeah. Let's hear you from Tim. Uh, I was talking to Spider uh, when they first got here, talking about the conditions and whatnot. Scout, you had to get buried for real, right? Oh yeah. She loved it. Yeah, it was so good. No, I grew up in a mortuary. Like pretty much my fort was a coffin. So I'm. I'm sorry. Why? Why isn't the this whole interview about that? Wait for the series. Wait for the series. I I had a fort uh, named Willie that was a coffin, and so I would spend a lot of my time in there. Plus, it was fucking cold. So when he was like, get in the hole in the box, it, I was like, yes, I'm good. He was so worried that I was not going to. Ter- yeah, I was so scared because she's we had to bury a human being, right? And it was about, it was like four and a half feet down. Yeah. I'm like, are you okay? Are you sure you're okay? She's like, it's fucking great. It's warm. <laughs> so, I, I mean, yeah, it didn't bother me. I mean, I guess it would bother some people, eh? Yeah. 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 It, was, it was nice in there. It was cozy. Heads up, we've also got some prize packs left over from Beyond earlier today, Ooh. if anybody would like one. I'll, I'll hand one out to anybody that's got a great question. Who's, who, who else has something they'd like to ask? Yeah, right here in the front. Uh, when you were writing it, were there any uh, particular movies that you were inspired by? think? I mean, we watch a lot of movies. Like, every single night we watch a scary movie. We watch everything that's new that comes out. We revisit old films. We, so, I mean, I'm sure... But honestly, I don't know if there was anything really in particular. It was just like a weird thought because we were actually moving on other projects. And, and I was like, hey, I had this crazy idea that wasn't totally fleshed out, but I, you know, I had it in the shower. I was like, what if we did like a film like this? It was like in one location. We could shoot it quick and like be like our in-between project. And then he and I fleshed it out, ended up writing it, and it was not quick at all. And it was a huge undertaking, but, you know, and initially we thought, oh, yeah, this is going to be super easy. Yeah. You know, nine people, all night shoots, seven days, <laughs> no problem. Yeah. I don't think, I, yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't think there was any movies we referenced necessarily. No. Maybe some, some vibes and some scenes. I mean, we definitely knew because of the type of movie and the amount of shoot days, we had to approach it sort of docu style. So there's very little that isn't handheld, as you can tell. I mean, there's a couple of, like, key moments that aren't. So we knew that that was at least the tone of the movie because we really didn't have a, a, you know, a choice. We had to just kind of fly in and, you know, and have it be kind of frenetic. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that style of filmmaking was definitely the influence for this one. Now, like, story-wise, did the Bachelorette party come first or the vampire story? Bachelorette, yeah. Yeah, the vampire was the, you know, because I, I remember the day we had sort of this, I, the general thing, and I was like, Hear me out. This might be the worst idea ever. <laughs> this might be really stupid, but what if? And then we're like, eh, let's try it. You know. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, we had a few other twists that were like, oh, and that sounded. But then for some reason, the vampire thing didn't seem quite so ridiculous. And oh, it's ridiculous. It, I mean, it is. But yeah, at the time, it didn't. <laughs> Any other questions? Way at the back. So. That's a good question. I think they lay, they like to, you know, divide and it's kind of, you know, like the hunting style thing where, you know, you have to you have to kill off a few so then there can be a bit more of a you know, a chase at the end for the last couple and I think yeah, Carmen obviously needed to go first. 
Yeah, I mean, I think I look at it, all their their mistakes were all intentional. You know, they were yeah. like, why wouldn't they just do that? And I feel like they, yeah, it's like an animal with a with a, a cat with a dead bird or a dying bird. You know, I think they just like to play around. So I feel like they had their whole their whole plan uh, laid out until Sadie started shooting and screwed it all up. Yeah. All right, let's just do a couple more, and then we'll we'll send you to karaoke. Uh, right over here. <laughs> okay, so you've done a six-day shoot, a seven-day shoot. Are you going to relax the next one just to a ten-day shoot? I'll tell you what. I think we got 12 days planned Whoa. for the next one. That's yeah, two movies crazy. in Spider-One time. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, is still insane, but it to me, in my head, that feels like this is going to be a piece of cake. You oh, know, yeah. It's like twice as long. So We're going to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. And we're shooting, yeah, some daytime shit, too. Yeah. So that'll And be... in just a house that's, like, in a normal house. Yeah, we sort yeah. of went, knowing all the... The things that we did that we had to tackle in this for the next one were like controlled environment, less characters, you know, things more days. So yeah. um, that's the approach. So let's let's hope that works. Yeah, and that was way easier. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> so it sort of returned to the, what's that? And that was a much, that was a shorter shoot. Yeah. Yeah, so we're, we're going to win this one, the next one. Too. Yeah, so and, and is there anything you can tease about that at all? It's a, it's a, I'll tell you what, and as you can see, this little person running around. Um, the manager. The next movie, it is a horror movie, and it is the concept is based around uh, protecting your children and how it slowly destroys your life. I feel like you need you to it? say the title, too, because we did last year, and then it ended up being good luck, don't you think? It's called Little Bites, and so, yeah, it's uh, there's some metaphoric stuff going on there with some monsters and stuff, but, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of like trying to keep little people safe uh, in what it does to you as adults. <laughs> All right, one last question, really good one to end the night on. Right back here. Oh, oh um. I guess it depends on. I mean, we we wrote this one together, so it was very much a back and forth. Chrissy tends to write faster, and you know, I'm you know, and so she really got this one going, and then I would take it and try to change something, and then she change it back, and then <laughs> when she wasn't looking, I'd change it back, yeah. and um, but um, generally for me, I just write when. I wait for the for the ideas to come to me. So I don't have like a day I sit down and write every day or anything like that. Some days you'll blast out five pages. Some days you you get nothing. You know, so just. I think this script we wrote in like a week and a half. It was super fast. It was like crazy. It just came as soon as we knew how everyone was gonna die. It was like okay, this is no problem. Let's go. <laughs> it would, that was like the hardest part. Once we flushed out and talked about and the vampire yeah, twist. Yeah, came together pretty quick. Yeah. Like so many things in life. Once you know how everybody's going to die, it's yeah. all easy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Spider, Chrissy, Chaz, Scout, thank you so much for coming out and talking yeah, with thank us you today. Guys. Thank, thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Panic Fest. You and guys thank are the you best. all for coming out you to know. watch it. Please, you know, tweet about it. Tell your friends about it. It's coming out on Tubi very soon. Where can everybody see this movie? Yeah, uh, it, it comes out on April 22nd on Tubi, which is free, so you don't have to own a subscription or anything. And yeah, to, to your point, like, if if you did like it or appreciate it in any way, it really goes a 
fucking long way for these kind of movies. If you do go like tweet about it or review it on Letterboxd or tell your friends or post something about it, it really matters. And p- people do pay attention to what you guys say um, more than you could ever imagine. Um, sometimes I think it, we, we all feel like we live in a void and nobody cares about our opinion, but I'm going to tell you, especially in the movie business, in the horror movie business, the, podcast business. the fans and the people that watch the movies and buy the movies <laughs> have an enormous amount of power. So if you guys did like it, that would be amazing. If you didn't like it, you know, Also, cool. can I just say that Barbara Crampton <laughs> is playing fetch with our daughter right now to keep her busy? <laughs> That can Love only happen up. at Panic Fest. So. <laughs> All right, one last time. Let's give it applause. <laughs> Bury the Bride. <laughs> Thank you so much to Spider One, Chrissy Fox, Scout Taylor Compton, and Chaz Bono for sitting down with us at Panic Fest for that wild Q&A. We had so much fun with the movie, and we hope you did as well. Tweet at us at NOFS Podcast and let us know what you thought of Bury the Bride. You can also find us in our Discord at nofspodcast.com slash Discord. And if you haven't yet checked out the movie, go watch it on Tubi. I don't know if you can hear the dogs, but they're here with us in the RV right now. Um, yeah, and it, of course, there was a, a whole ton of other movies that we caught while we were at Panic Fest. You can head over to the website, nofspodcast.com, and see some of the reviews that we've been posting. We're also going to be talking about some of our favorites at the festival in a little more detail uh, in the Fiend Club at nofspodcast.com slash Fiend Club. Until next time, I'm Kim. I'm John. Stay, Stay creepy. And out of the snow like we're trying to. It appears you made it out alive, but we'll get you next time. Help us to grow the horde. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you subscribe. More terror can be found lurking on our website, nofspodcast.com. Until next time, stay creepy, fiends. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.